This is the Nordic Football Guys Podcast. Hey everybody, what is going on? It is the Nordic Football Guys, and uh, we have a pretty interesting show going between us. But again, I am alone at home, and I am joined today with my co-host, Antti. Antti, say hello. Morientes. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming that means something in Finnish. Yeah, it's like howdy who. <laughs> so like it, 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 it like means nothing. Basically. Well, it means howdy who. Howdy, howdy who. Okay. Howdy who. Howdy who, everybody. Howdy who from Monty and howdy who from Hayden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have a a fun week ahead of us. We're gonna go through our uh, our dynasty teams, and we're gonna say what we think our draft strategy might be and what we can do to improve them going forward. So, I'm excited about that. I don't know how you feel about it, Monty. Yeah. Well, it was good since I inherited this team. After the first season, was it? So yeah, this that, team's that's, that's one, one season. Oh, yeah. So I inherited this team after just one season. So you can all imagine how bad it is. <laughs> this, yeah, and he this he team took came over last the, last season. Yeah, he took over no. the last place team last uh, last year on a dynasty. So he's gonna have a, a a tough time going. He's already made one big trade actually before two. we get started. Why don't you explain that? I have two big trades. Okay, and they just were made, just made the last one in last thirty minutes. Oh, and what was that? Well, I'm going going to go. Maybe when we go through the teams, I will tell you when I say the player who I traded for. Okay, I like that. And why don't you tell everybody what the previous trade was? Oh yeah, the previous trade is that. Well, the thing is that uh, my our running back death sucks, or it did even more before this trade. And my wide receiver death is uh, looking quite solid, so I have to I have to give up maybe one potentially one of the best wide receivers in the game, uh, at least in dynasty wise. I think he's ranked uh, in fantasy pros. He's ranked tenth uh, overall, Chris Godwin at the moment. Uh, so I have to let him go and uh, to get the, uh, get 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 Todd Gurley. So, right, and you also traded your third round pick for that. Yeah, well, I don't value my third round pick at all. No, I made they... some, I made some research, and the possibility that you get something out out from the third round pick are very, very, very slim. So, I was willing yeah, to take true. that chance. Yeah, it it was an interesting trade. Uh, it really depends on your team what you yeah. need. It sounded like you needed some running back depth, so it could have yeah. been the right move for you. Yeah, because uh, I, I, I also I, think I, I literally, literally had no one. Besides Joe Mixon, it might seem that I could start as a running back. No yeah, one. That's, yeah, that's true. And we'll get more into that later. But yeah. I also don't think that you really took advantage of the player that you... It, 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 it could have almost looked like it was a bad trade for you in a way. But because of your very obvious team needs, I think it was the right move on your part. I couldn't get anybody better than Dark Curly. Yeah, I mean, Todd Gurley's great, and it looked like he was going to be on the Rams, but that's not the case anymore, but that, that doesn't really, really yeah, matter. I, I honestly think that he's going to be better in uh, in Falcons. You I, think that? I, yeah, I feel that he he will get more of the receiving work as well, that we all know that he's very good at. And for okay. some reason, he didn't get any of that in the Rams last season. What makes So what makes you say that he's going to receive more of the receiving work? Uh, in, in Falcons? Yeah. Well, I just think their playbook is different, and okay. Matt Ryan is gonna utilize him. So, okay, 
Well, anyway, that that's interesting enough. Uh, before yeah. we get before we and, get it, and yeah. one one more note on that that he's going to be better in the Falcons. I don't think that they have a good like goal line back in the Falcons that they had in Rams and who took a bunch of Dot uh, Gurley's touchdowns last season. Yeah, so. there's really no other option. Yeah. On on the Falcons, it's him and Ito Smith, and as we all know, if you're really into fantasy, Ito Smith is uh not really worth anything at this point. Yeah. So. So. I believe I think, he's getting me more points than he would have done in, in the Rams. So. Yeah, the real question that you're going to have to worry about with Todd Gurley is uh, how long does he really have to play? You know, you might get another couple of seasons out of him. Because... Yeah, well, that's that's the, like this was maybe, uh, well, he's 25 only, so he's young. I know he had uh, uh, the serious injury a few seasons back, but he finished all the games last season. Yeah, he has and... an arthritic knee, though, and that's one of those things that doesn't really go away. Yeah, well, so if, that's he, something if he wouldn't have about. finished all the season or played all the games last season, I wouldn't have gone with this one. But last season gave me hope, and it's dynasty, so I have, I I will have future first round picks and so on. So yeah, I will get a solid running back at some point. So yeah, I, there's a yeah. lot to look forward to with him. Yeah, but enough enough of this uh, that girly trade. Yeah, uh, and God, but- Godwin, I I think I sold him in his highest value. At least I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see how he can perform with Tom Brady. So it's also yeah. going to be an interesting year for him. I'm excited to to True. check that out. Uh, yeah. Before before we get too far into it, uh, Anthe, why don't you explain our social medias and all of that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, still going very strong uh, at NFG Pod, Twitter, Insta, and uh, Facebook. In Twitter, we just uh, hit 500 followers. So very happy about that. And, yeah, we're uh, growing really fast on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can also find us from Twitter. So I'm at FFFinAnalyst. So FFFinAnalyst, two Fs in the beginning. And then uh, you are at Signori uh, Hayden. I'm at Signori Hayden. Yeah, yeah, so you can find me there. And uh, it would it would be great to have some of our, uh, our NFG followers follow us on our personal accounts as well because we do lots of tweeting there about fantasy and yeah. yeah how we basically do is that uh, me and Hayden we just tweet in our personal accounts and then we have our marketing guys Zag and Brad tweet in our NFG accounts so we have yeah, multiple it, tweeters yeah and so all of our uh, thoughts on our personal accounts are come directly from us so if you want to know exactly what we're thinking all the time about fantasy you can find us on our Twitters and that's what we've been using for that yeah. Uh, yeah, and we also have a pretty fun project coming. Anthe's been working on this actually with somebody close to him. So, Anthe, you want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully next week we can launch our website. Uh, my sister just happens to be a professional in that uh, website design area. <laughs> so uh, she's been a huge help, and she's basically taking over over that project, at least like visual and and uh, the page build wise, so of course we will the ones to who will put the content there. But uh, hopefully we will launch our website next week, sometime next week. Yeah, and she's doing what seems like a really great job, and she has a lot of really good ideas. She has designed like some pretty cool like cover photos and everything, and I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see the other stuff that she can do with this. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, we are happy to go forward with the with everything. Yeah, everything's everything's going forward and we're pretty happy with it. All yeah. right. 
Uh, so without further ado, let us start with our dynasty teams. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. You want to take uh, take the lead in this one and start? Yeah, yeah uh, maybe we can go through it together position by position. What do All you right. say that? Yeah, yeah we yeah, can so, do that. Okay. So, so uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end? Yeah, let's do that. that so we're not, because it's a dynasty team... We, we're not going to go over everybody, or that would take a really long time, but we're Anthony and I decided we're going to go through our most notable players. Yeah, key, key players. And in sadly, in my uh, when you look at my team, they don't even have to be key players to be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a long way to go. But it's not that my team is that much better anyway. I'm looking at my uh, the people that I had flexed at the end of the season, uh, Brandon Cooks and Kenny Stills, and that makes me cringe. Just a little okay. bit. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy to uh, make the playoffs in like three seasons. That's that's how long I give myself to at least reach the playoffs. Yeah. Well, it depends a lot based on whatever this recent trade you just made was. I'm excited to hear about that. Yep. And depends a lot about the the draft that we have coming up pretty soon. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of stuff to look forward to. Okay. So, at my key position, we'll start with uh, quarterbacks. Uh, my starting quarterback that I have in at the moment who will probably remain that is Jared Goff. Uh, as we know, Jared Goff, he, people were quite high on him going into last year. Uh, just to note that this team was drafted in the 2019 season. So you might see hear a lot of players that sounded like they were great players going into the 2019 season and they kind of fell off You're because of my position last year. You're going to hear a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, my key, my uh, starting quarterback is Jared Goff. On the bench, I have Phillip Rivers, who was just traded to Indianapolis, uh, and Cam Newton, who has no team right now. And I also have Josh Rosen sitting on the bench. Um, yeah, Rosen, think, you can drop. Yeah, he he's going to be a drop-worthy at this point. If he doesn't get away from Miami on this offseason, I don't really see a reason to to keep him around. Cam Newton is another person that maybe I would be okay with trying to ship off for a low trade or something. Maybe tack him on to the end of a trade to kind of make somebody want to make the trade with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Rivers, he has probably a couple more years. I'm interested to see where he's in at Indianapolis. I think that he could do, he, he could have some potential fantasy value, probably not much more than last year, but who knows? And then Jared Goff, probably somebody I would be eager to move on from. But I, it, at this moment, he's the best I have. So he, he's what I have. What do you think about those players? Well, I will just comment on Goff, since all the other ones you have are quite uh, irrelevant in my opinion. Philly Alvar Rivers maybe could be something. We never know. Uh, I personally think that he's not going to be a good fantasy player next season. Uh, but Goff, almost, he had a very good, well, goodish 2018 season, as you said. Uh, last season, I think uh, he almost passed the exact same amount of yards than 2018, so uh, 4,600, something like that. But his touchdown number was like 10 less, so from 32 to 22. So that's a big drop. It's like 60 yeah. points. Uh, it's like 40 points right there in a point, four-point touchdown. Uh, yeah, it was it was a big change. That's for sure. Yeah, so that's why he had like four points less per game than 2018. Yeah. So it's a big drop for sure. But yeah, that whole so, Rams offense was like pretty bad. 
yeah, so I think that I'll be hoping to maybe not with my first pick because I have a very high first pick next year, but maybe uh, in the second round I'll be looking for maybe a replacement or a guy that I can kind of throw on my bench for depth yeah. and get rid of some of my irrelevant players. I think that that's the best way to, what's to your handle second this round, position. What's your second-round pick number? Uh, my second-round pick is 202. So looking at pick 14. So it's still a pretty high pick. I could probably get some pretty good, uh, some rookie value there if I if I use my draft correctly and if I use, draft well. I also have two first round picks. So if I really, really want to, I could use my second first round pick on a quarterback if I want to take one early. Mm-hmm. So those are potential things that I could do. Um, what about, let's listen to your quarterback position. Yeah, uh, I will have to do some uh, QB moves in the draft. I have no longer, I don't have a first round pick, but I have two early two round picks at the moment. So uh, my, my starting quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no better than golf, I guess, or no worse than golf. Yeah, he's QB 15 in my books. So like tier five quarterback, but he's still young. He could get it together. I mean, he now he has a solid tight end, which is very good. Maybe he will get something out of that. Right. Uh, and OBJ was hurt the whole last season with the sports hernia. Right. So he could come back. So I have hope. So I don't have to do anything drastic with with like trading-wise, I guess. Uh, so not to... Not to uh, I don't have any sorrows because of my QB position at the moment. But Are I'm, you worried at all about the fact that Jarvis Landry just went under the knife for a no? A he, should, he should he should be back for the training camp just in time. That's what uh, they're saying, but yeah, it's a six it, to eight months recovery time, so which is a long time, and it could yeah. take a little bit longer. So something just to think about when you're yeah yeah about. yeah yeah for sure for sure. Uh, but then I also have uh, uh, Dwayne Has- Haskins, which could be like a streaming option in some games. Yeah, if he's starting next year. Yeah, at this starting, at this point yeah. he should be. Yeah, and and that then that's pretty much it. Uh, I have also Blake Portals, who I'm ready to drop any minute. So yeah, but <laughs> yeah, at for this sure, point, there's no point. Yeah, for sure, I will pick a QB in my second round draft picks. I have early rounds. And which so. second round pick do you have there? I have a third and fourth. Okay, so you're right after me. So good to yeah. know your your draft strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's no yeah. secret. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. You don't, you're you're, do. Yeah, you don't have to be an Einstein. Yeah, to okay. figure that out. All right, yeah. running back. Yeah, you're you ready to move on to running backs? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So my starting running backs, I have Dalvin Cook, who was my uh, second round pick going into the season, and I got really good value out of him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and my backup running back is much worse, is Tevin Coleman. Yeah, you need some running backs, man. Yeah, I'm going to. And then notable running backs on my bench, um, Adrian Peterson. So <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know if you would even call him notable at this point. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's still in my top 50. Yeah. In redraft lo- leagues. Yeah, but luckily for me, I have the uh, number two pick on the year in the uh, dynasty draft, the rookie draft. So I think everybody knows, depending on who goes first, if Jonathan Taylor goes first, then who knows what I'll do. But I think it's safe to say that a running back will be going within the first two picks next year. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, it would be nice. I, I was f- sending some fielder trades today for either a quarterback or, or a running back so that I could maybe focus more on the one or other positions in the draft. But uh, most of them ended up with people telling me to take a hike. Like, no no interest at all. <laughs> so <laughs> I was one of them. Yeah, you were one of them. So I think that I'm going to go into this uh, rookie draft looking for a running back with my first pick and potentially a quarterback with my second pick. All right. Yeah. Tell yeah, me about I mean, your running back. I have Tevin Coleman, uh, number 38, and A.J. Peterson, number uh, 46 in redraft rankings. So. Okay. And Darwin Cook being my uh, rank number five. Okay. Well, yeah, at least I have somebody of value to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I think you really need a running back and maybe trade one and not uh, trust in the draft because, you know, even you will get a solid running back, I, it could be, well, it's a slim chance that he's going to be starting early season or at least be relevant running back early in the season. Well, it really depends which team he goes for. When it comes to the draft, we'll have to see where all of the key players go. Mm. But for now, I think my strategy should be sound. It just really depends who's available at the 102 and which team that player is playing for. Uh, What was was, uh, Josh Jacobs' dynasty draft ADP last season? Was was he the first guy? He was not the 101 or the 102. I don't remember what his ADP was off the top of my head, but I think he was a mid-first round. Was he the first running back to go off the board? If I remember correctly, he should have been the first running back off the board. Yeah. Anyway, let's hear about yours. Yeah. uh, Well, at the moment, my running back situation is looking a lot better. As I said, when I first inherited this team, the only guy I had was Joe Mixon. And after that, I had guys like uh, Alexander Madison, who is not even starting, Matt Breda, who is not even starting. And then I had five guys that I could drop immediately. (laughs) So... Mm -hmm. So uh, I didn't have but one startable running back in my whole team. At the okay. moment, though, after the Chris Godwin trade, I have Todd Gurley, who I'm happy to start. Right. Especially now when he's in the Falcons. Would have been happy to start him also when he was in the, in the Rams. I mean, he's uh, 11th in my running back rankings in redraft leagues. All right. So still a running back one in my opinion. Okay. Uh, but now I also have Marlon Mack. Which is, um, yeah, that's the guy I traded for. What was the trade? What did you trade for that? I traded Dallin Waller. Okay. You, but uh, you, your team particularly had a lot of tight ends. Yeah, I stacked with tight ends. I had Darren Waller, who I don't have anymore. But uh, also, I have, uh, besides Darren Waller, I have Hunter Henry and Hayden Hurst, who suddenly became a uh, very relevant tight end. So Yeah, he's quite valuable now. Or yeah. going into the season, he should be. So yeah, I think Hunt, that, that Hunter Henry is very solid. So yeah, so I guess that since you you have the one hundred three on the year, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, well, trade wasn't there, so I traded my Darren Moore and my first round pick for uh, Marlon Mack and the second round pick. You traded your first round pick and Darren Waller for Marlon Mack and a second round pick. Okay, so you traded your one hundred three. Yeah, two two hundred four. So now I have wow. 203 and 204. Yeah. <laughs> but Darren Waller is like in my rankings a lot, lot, lot lower than Waller Mac is, especially when I'm stacking with tight ends. Okay. 
Uh, it's the 103 yep. that gets me. That wow. that seems that well, seems uh you could have had a much better running back than Marlon Mack just for your 103. Uh, uh, do you really think so? Yeah. There's but, three running backs that are quite good on the draft right now. You could have uh, Jonathan Taylor, DeAndre Swift, and the Clyde Edwards. But the, the, but the thing is that uh, the percentage that they actually could become fantasy relevant is like 30%, something like that. When you look at past uh, running backs that have went off the board early. So yeah, never, I, I would. I think I would rather have the upside personally of the. Marlon uh, Mack the, is still young, so he has some upside still. Yeah, but I would rather have the upside of the rookie, not know where he's going to land. I I don't know. Marlon Mack's what a average running back too. I I think I would rather have the one hundred and three, yeah. and not yeah. also trade Darren Waller. Well, yeah. The thing is that I really need to improve my team now. Marlon Mack is uh, yeah, running back two in my books as well. He's still young, so he's higher in my dynasty value. And I really need to have third running back. So that's the thing. I don't know. A 103 for a bench guy. <laughs> I don't love it, man. I I think that that was... Well, it's okay. You're, well, your team... A, you he's can, not a, you yeah, he's not a bench guy. We have two flexes. So. That's that's true, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. So, so at least now I have... Flex a, player. Yeah, now I have at least a full startable team. Which I didn't have before. Okay. Anyway, let's move. Let's move it on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move it on to wide receivers then. All right. Uh, Who do you have? My my starting wide receivers. I have two that I would consider my number ones because one I took with my first round and the other I took much later, but he performed much better. So uh, my wide receiver one is Juju Smith Schuster and Allen Robinson. So I have a lot of hope that Juju Smith Schuster can perform better than he did last year and be fantasy relevant. A wide receiver two in this position would be great. Uh, Then I'm also looking at, uh, I have Brandon Cooks on my bench, Curtis Samuel, who just took a big hit with the signing of Robbie Anderson. That's something we actually didn't cover in our last uh, free agent moves because it was recent. Mm -hmm. I have Kenny Stills and then also somebody of note that I have sitting on my bench right now, Emmanuel Sanders, who should be the wide receiver two in New Orleans now. Cool. Yeah, so I think I'm really set in wide receivers. I don't have to make too much moves there. If anything, I have enough to trade away. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I agree with that. Yeah. The thing is that I wouldn't be happy with Juju at the moment. I mean, he's Uh, a fine wide receiver too. Well, he wasn't that last season. (laughs) Well, it's because he was playing with backups and the backups backup with Ben Roethlisberger. Who knows what could happen? He could be 10 times better. He should be 10 uh, times better. But we have seen it, like, for Alan Robinson, the other guy you have. I mean, yeah, he's Alan playing Robinson. with Mitchell Trubisky the whole time, and he's still performing somewhat. And Trubisky is not that much better than Steelers backup and backup, backup, backup. Back. I would say backup, backup, he's, backup, backup, backup. he's much better than, <laughs> what was his name, Kyle Rudolph? Was that no, his name? No. Or Ru- not Ma- Kyle Mason, Rudolph. Mason uh, Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Much better than Mason Rudolph. He uh, was taking sure, a lot f- better than Kyle Rudolph, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, but he's much better than uh, Mason Rudolph. So yeah. I think Juju should be a solid wide receiver two here and Allen Robinson, a low-end wide receiver one, wide yeah. receiver two going into the year. But you know, end wide receiver two. if you look at the tapes, Juju wasn't having that much separation. So it's not like, like for example, if we compare to Terry McLaurin, who had a bad, bad QB, I mean, 
this one guy tweeted greatly that Terry, give me a guy, meaning Terry McLaurin at this point, uh, a guy like a lawn chair or like a garden chair because he has to wait for the defense to like to reach reach to him. So he's so wide open. But mm-hmm. Juju wasn't wide open all the time. Well, anyway, I think that he's going to be a solid wide receiver too here. So Do you I, mean I think, like top 16 guy? I, I, I'm I sure he'll be in the top 20 this year. Top 20? If, if Ben Roethlisberger can stay healthy, yeah, he should be a top 20 guy. Okay. And I'll be happy with that. So you are lacking a wide receiver one then? Basically. Well, Alan, I'm I'm lacking a wide receiver one, but it's not my main target right now. And Allen Robinson has the potential to be that wide receiver one guy. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Well, I don't agree that Marlon Mack is worth a first <laughs> round pick of 103. So I yeah. think that was a that was yeah. a botch. Yeah, I was so. doing some uh, studying, like what is the actual value of early first round pick, and I was doing the calculations, and it, it seems that I game up on top with that if you just believe like the statistical values that they gave numbers to so i'm happy with that trade i wouldn't be anyway tell me about <laughs> your wide receivers yeah. yeah and wide receivers i'm said i mean the, uh, the best guy in my team is a wide receiver called tyreek hill so can't be too uh, unhappy with that uh also i have ti hilton who he who has hopefully like couple of more years left. Yeah, he's not that uh, old. He's, what, 30? So 30, he, yeah. he should have a couple more years. So, left. yeah, solid wide receiver two there. Uh, and it would, it's going to be exciting to see him with Phillip Rivers. Yeah, for sure. And then I have also a very uh, good guy going to sophomore year, Debo Samuel. Uh, Debo Samuel. So I'm pretty excited about him. Uh, getting hopefully even more work now next season when Emmanuel Sanders left. Yeah, that's exciting. Good yeah. for him. And then I have like a uh, few okay players, Didi Westbrook, Muhammad Sanu, and uh, Trek One Smith. These are the guys who make my top 75 <laughs> in wide receivers. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one wide receiver that I picked up that I'm happy. I, interesting to say that I picked up was Tajay Sharp. I picked him up today. Uh, he was signed to be the wide receiver two in Minnesota. So another potential good guy on my team there, Tajay Sharp, a wide receiver. Let's see. He hasn't really done anything yet, but who knows what could happen with him. Where is he? Is he was he a rookie last season, or where has he played before? Uh, before he was playing in Tennessee. In the in the practice squad, or? No, he was playing. Just he wasn't really relevant. So we'll we'll see what happens with Tajay Sharp. Okay. All right, tight ends. Uh, yeah, moving it on to tight ends, I really only have one tight end on my team that's even worth anything <laughs> at this point. I have Austin Hooper, who was just traded to Cleveland, so that's a little worrisome. I'm not so sure how he's going to do with Baker because, like we've said in previous episodes, Baker's not so doesn't seem so interested on passing the ball to his tight end because he he had David and Joku there. Well, he didn't Actually, have him last season, most of the season, because he Joku got hurt. Fair enough, and David and Joku. Uh, also is technically still there, so it might also hurt Austin Hooper. I think that Austin Hooper took a little bit of a dive here, so uh, that's my tight end. I also have an Vance McDonald, who's not really worth anything. And no, especially a, now Ebron went Steelers, so. Yeah, and that James O'Shaughnessy is my other tight end. 
from Jacksonville, who's on injured reserve last year. So yeah, uh, nobody really too worrisome with Hooper. I still think he's gonna be a tight end one. So I think you're upset with tight end. You might have to do some if Hooper gets hurt, then you are screwed. But yeah, I also uh, of note I forgot to mention I have a couple of wide receivers also on my injured reserve. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I have Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson there. Ah, hold. You are definitely set with wide receivers. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of good stuff there. So my my team's looking pretty strong on wide receivers. I should probably look to get rid of some. Uh, Tell me about your tight ends. We went into it briefly, but. Yeah, I just traded uh, Darren Waller away, as I said. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I still have Hunter, Henry, and Hayden Hurst. So I have. Yeah. To well, we don't know about Hayden Hurst yet what he's going to become, but Hunter Henry's definitely a very solid tight end one. So, yeah, that uh, was a big trade. <laughs> yeah, I can't get over it. But, yeah, you, you, should, you just you just value the first round, early first round pick way more than I do. I mean, you could have had the number one wide receiver on the board. You could have had Ceedee Lamb or Jerry Judy. I don't. Have... I don't need the wide receivers, and still, I believe that when you have a definite starter. Uh, running back in a team that runs a lot uh, and who's still very young, I for more like for sure take him more than uh, first round pick early on. That we don't know what's gonna become of him. So, I mean, they just draft that didn't draft, but they just traded for like a gunslinger quarterback. Yeah, but so, who, well, but who knows they, what they're gonna run that much? Still, they have year. a still they have a same coach who prefers running. And I think maybe Rivers is getting to that age that maybe he just wants to manage to play all the game more than. I mean, for your 103 and Darren Waller, I would have considered giving you one of my running backs, even though I don't have that much. I would have at least considered, I don't know. I I think you could have gotten more for that is all I'm saying. You could have got a better running back. Yeah, well, have you checked the dynasty rankings from Fantasy Bros? For... Marla Mack? Mm, yeah, and Darren Waller. No, I haven't looked. Not yeah. right now. Yeah, Derek, like Waller. I don't have them up. Waller, Waller is like way, way lower than Mac, Mac is. There's like uh, yeah. there, there's like thirty positions uh, in between. I'm and, sure, but and but like not, CD Lamb th- would have been higher than all of them. Well, well, you say that it might be. You never know. That's okay. the thing is they haven't played a single game in the NFL so. That that's definitely very true, and it again it depends where they end up. Yeah, and, that's that's true. And when you check the values between the early first rounder and early second rounder, it's not it's uh, more than thirty positions. So, I I mean less than thirty positions in value. Yeah. So that's okay. that's what's my thinking. And plus, right. I really needed the running back, and I really didn't need Dallin Wallow in my team. So. Okay. Well, I'm interested to see how it works out for you. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, any notes you want to make about my team since I've very clearly went over your team pretty well? Uh, no, I mean, what I think that you need is uh, uh, a running back death maybe. Yeah. More, since you only have the one like clear starter and then that uh, Kevin Coleman after Raheem Mostert's clear uh, boom, end of the season might hurt him a little bit. And yeah. and, and Coleman's like a very boom or bust player himself. So you 
never can be sure with, uh, with him if you start him. Sure. Yeah, I think I'll be happy with uh, DeAndre Smith or Jonathan Taylor as my RB2 going yeah. into the year. Yeah. I, I'll be pretty happy there. And then what really And then hope that they will actually play and perform. Yeah, it, it really depends where they go, of course. If, yeah. if they go somewhere where they don't need a running back, I for sure will have to reevaluate my strategy. But luckily, I have many months to do that and try to work a trade. So, Yeah. Do you remember what was the David Montgomery's ADP in Dynasty Lesson? Uh, no, I, I don't have any of last year's rookies ADPs pulled up right now, so I, I couldn't tell you. If uh, you want. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we might have to like maybe do what could have been later. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, because I'm just interested to see, because I'm pretty sure Montgomery was quite high. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the people that everyone wanted right away. Marquise Brown was quite high, uh, I remember. Uh, Nikhil Harry was number one. Wow. Uh, so, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Josh Jacobs was number four. So Nikhil Harry, DK Metcalf, and AJ Brown were all the top three. So it was all wide receivers last year, and yeah. three of the top four were performed exactly how you wanted. Yeah. So if you drafted Nikhil Harry, that's bad. Yeah. The I next w- running back was ADP number six, David Montgomery. No, not number six. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's eight, David Montgomery. So yeah, didn't work out very well for him, but. There are yeah. a lot of people on here. After that, Miles Sanders, he made it all the way to the end of the first round. So there's a lot of good value later in the first round. And I hope that maybe we can I can get one this year as well. And also in the early seconds. I guess Singletary yeah. was like third rounder. Yeah, Debo nice. Samuel, he was good value there. Yeah. So you know it's you never never know. But uh I want to do also at least perform also next season because you still want to win championships and not just think completely long term. So I will just I just think that Marlon Mack will give me more chances to win next season uh, than than I could run it back. Early. Yeah, like I said, yeah. it really depends where they go, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you anyway, you it's up to you. It's your team. I hope that it works out for you and you could take a after me picking that trade apart on air. You and he does well. You can do a really big victory lap. How's that sound? <laughs> yeah, it sounds. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. Right. That kind of that kind of wraps up this episode. Is there anything about this episode you want to add before we we leave it? No, nothing comes to mind. It's just okay. bene- beneficial to go through the team, and and when I went through the team, I just uh, came up with that trade with Andrew. So. Yeah, I I was trying to get a deal for him for Dak Prescott, but he wasn't he wasn't budging. Yeah, so, he might. Yeah, inside inside information, he might get rid of Daniel Jones. Really good yeah. to know. Thanks for the information. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> if he listens, it's only next week, though. That's true. I can try to make a deal for then, and I'll add a little note if I can pull Daniel Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, I think this was a a short. But sweet episode. I hope some people got some more information into our minds. I think that that was this is a good way to see how you and I both think, especially when it comes to dynasty. Yeah, I mean, the, maybe the biggest takeaway was that how you value the uh, draft picks and how how I value them, or difference difference in the viewpoints. Yeah, I mean, that, clearly, that's the, yeah, clearly that's I can sure. get a high value from you when whenever I. Coming years, if I want to trade my first round picks, I'll be target yeah, something well, great from your team. So, 
It looks like that's not something you're going to have to worry about now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't trade that to me now. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, uh, before we go, Anthony, I know you did it earlier. Why don't you do it again that you tell these people where they can find us? Oh, you can do it. Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, everybody, you can find us at NFG Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this. L- let us know if you have any questions. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter. Uh, like all our stuff on Instagram. Uh, yeah, please hit us up. We'd be happy to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. Kiitos yeah. for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. And Get we you will back see next you guys. Week. Yeah, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Bye bye. Moro, moro, mitä poro. That's Finnish and it means what's up reindeer in short. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode or all of our previous episodes. We hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. That is the most important thing. Go and listen to us in Spotify, in Apple Pod and all the other major podcast platforms. And if you have any questions or you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us at NFG Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We Kiitos. hope to see you there. Moro, moro.